Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're getting into a breakout players list, which is the second time we've done it actually this year. Well, I think last time we put it together in February. And I do have a couple repeats, but there's a couple guys that now have fallen off my list. I'll just say, spoiler alert, Derrick Henry fell off my list. <laughs> so, it's kind of Deion Lewis kind of screwed that up for me. I don't know if he's going to make Jeffs or not. We'll find out. He's not on mine anymore, but we each have five players we'll go over. But before we do that, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram, Fantasy Football Profit. Go subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Fantasy Football Profit. And if you want to get into one of our listener leagues where you can win our championship belt, that Pro-Am Belts has provided for us, you just got to send us, a, write us a review on iTunes, five-star review. Let us know that you made the review. Either, you know, get a hold of us one of our different ways, Twitter, Instagram, email, which is fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. Show us that you did the review. We'll get you in one of the leagues. So if you've already done that, sent your email in, signed up. Just be on the lookout here. Next couple of weeks, we'll probably start getting some draft dates set here. Start, you know, planning how many leagues we're going to have, get the draft dates going, get everything set for that. So make sure you guys check out your emails. Or if you signed up Instagram or Twitter, look out, look in your inbox. Definitely be sending something your way. But I guess before we get into the, the breakouts here, Jeff, how about a little quick Scott Fishbowl update? Scott Fishbowl day. Yeah. Like day one of Scott Fishbowl, 900 teams. Just ridiculous. 900 teams. One, we're, we both have a team. We actually both were in the same conference, the Parks and Rec Conference. I'm in the Ron Swanson one division. Jeff's in Andy Dwyer. Jeff's league has gone a little bit quicker than mine. So what do you have so far? F- five players so far? You've gone through five rounds? And, five rounds, correct. And just a little, this is a, the league's a little different. It's, you get, you start one quarterback, two running backs, I believe three receivers. Is that what it was? Four flex spots, which one of them can be a quarterback. So it essentially makes it kind of a two quarterback league. So it's a it's a little different setup, and the, the even the scoring's a little bit different. There's first down points for first down stuff like that. So Jeff's gone through five rounds. What do you got so far? <laughs> so after five rounds, and the way it kind of played out is I ended up with three running backs and two quarterbacks, and and the way it happened was I did have the third overall pick, and with that I was going to take one of the four running backs. You know, my the way I was going to draft wasn't changed drastically in the first round. So I ended up getting Todd Gurley, which obviously huge fan of. That's great. Um, and then when I came back, I just saw running back going to everyone. Uh, every single person was going for it. So I went and got Devontae Freeman because I really wanted to make sure I locked that running back down because we saw how hard that is to get him. And with four flex positions, people can really load up and just, I get screwed over, right? And then coming back on the third, I went ahead and got... Deshaun Watson. So really high-end quarterback. If he stays healthy, I think he can score me a ton of points, which would be really, really nice. And then, uh, once again, came around the long wait. Running back was even more scarce, so I figured I had to grab one more at that point. There was only maybe two guys I was really looking at. It was either Derrick Henry or Darius Geis. So I went with Geis. Uh, and then after that, I, I had to lock down another QB because really, if you're going to have a two QB league, obviously you need at least three and there's no trades in this. So it could get really scarce. And I went with Roethlisberger. 
A so, safer. Yeah, and I think there are a lot of wide receivers still out there that I really like. And yes, I'm not going to have a top end one, but I think I really like where my team is at so far. I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Yeah, especially I'm I'm starting to like Darius Geis more and more. So I think that's a good one there. So I went with Rodgers first round, ninth pick, first person to draft a quarterback. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Mainly because the guys I really wanted at running back all went. Which have been my top five, which is Zeke, Bell, Gurley, David Johnson, and actually Saquon Barkley. Because I've I've still have Barkley slightly ahead of Alvin Kamara. Kamara was there. I did pass him up for Rodgers. That's a little bit risky, but you know, I just I wanted Rodgers. I wanted that I wanted that quarterback in this league this time around. So when I went in the second round, though, I really I was sitting there with there's let's see about well they say with four picks before my pick. There's four great running backs that I loved. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get one of them, right? Because this league, tight ends seemed to go a little early, different positions. It was Kareem Hunt, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon. They all went. <laughs> they all went consecutively. So I'm sitting there trying to make a decision. I can't really punt on wide running back for the first two rounds. It just doesn't work. So I went with Christian McCaffrey. It's a half-point PPR. Maybe it'll work. Even though I kind of like Jordan Howard a little better, my plan was hopefully – I could wait around and 17 picks later, Jordan Howard would still be there. And now we're sitting here with three picks to go. Jordan Howard is still there. And I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm a little, I'm, I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. I might get Jordan Howard be my second running back. So that's what I'm hoping. So we'll keep you guys updated on how we're doing on this thing as we get going. Once we actually get our teams, which might be a little bit now, who knows when these drafts will actually end. It's 22 rounds. So 22 rounds. There's no trades in this league. So this is the team you get other than waiver wire. So it'll be fun to see how our teams turn out and how we do here. But all right, let's go to breakout players, Jeff. Let's go start with number five. And who do you have number five? All right. Uh, just to give you at least what I was thinking in order to make this list, um, I didn't pick any rookie. Me either. Okay. Yeah, stay and, away from that. Yeah, because, you know. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. So I'm, I'm really looking for people who have been in the league that I think are actually going to break out now. And, um, you know, that can be uh, to varying degrees. But uh, that leads me to my first player who I brought up probably a couple months back as an interesting guy. And now that he is getting a little more uh, kind of noise around him, I, I kind of like him. And yes, breakout, what does that really mean? But for Ricky Seals-Jones, tight end for the Cardinals. He's the only guy in town, really. They really like him. They've been talking a lot of, you know, yeah, a lot height, of hype the around him. Picking up a little and, bit, uh, and they have Sam Bradford. If they don't have him, they have Josh Rosen. Uh, you know, it makes sense that this tight end could really see a lot of work. And especially, I mean, who else do they have? They still have Larry Fitz, obviously, and you have Christian Kirk, who I like, but at the same time, and obviously David Johnson. But they need that tight end, and I think for those quarterbacks. That uh, definitely could come in handy, and the guy is very, very athletic. So I think that this guy could jump into possibly being a top ten tight end, which for me is definitely a breakout when you're really looking mm-hmm. for a, a guy down there. Yeah, I mean the hype is starting to build, though. He might not be a secret anymore. Yeah, when it you know comes to that, which yeah, we'll see. I I, I do like I like waiting on tight end. I know some. People are of the mindset that there's only a couple stars, so you get the star players. But shoot, yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I'm I okay get, with that too. I get it, but, but not you, everyone can get one of those stars. No, and so, I and so try to get a guy like uh, Ricky Seals Jones, who 
You know, a lot I, of I, I like the I like the. It's an interesting play. If it doesn't work out and you draft him, who cares? Yeah, you know? still so super low. So. I, I do like the potential breakout from him. So I'll go. With my number five is another guy that's way. It's this is more of this kind of vein. This guy who's way down the list didn't really do much last year, but I think there's a chance, and it's going to be Chris Godwin. I've talked about him a little bit. I kind of I just like Chris Godwin. Mainly, I think one of the reasons is I'm not a big Deshaun Jackson guy, and I think he's kind of Godwin's is going to take over for him. I believe. He really started to step up towards the end of last year, showed some signs that he could be a good player. And even based off of like a pro football focus, not to do with fantasy, but pro football focus, their rookie wide receiver grades, they actually graded out Chris Godwin as their number two rookie receiver ahead of Juju Smith-Schuster even. And he was only behind Cooper Cup. So they liked him just in, in that vein, you know, as a wide receiver, not necessarily talking about fantasy-wise. I think he can do well fantasy-wise, and I think he will. I'm not really worried about the Jameis Winston suspension for any of that because Chris Godwin, if you're going to draft him, he's going to be way down at the end of your bet. They'll one of the last rounds anyway, or you pick him up on the waiver wire. And I just feel like there's a potential there that this is a second receiver might step up a little bit, and he's so far down the list on where he's getting drafted. Anyway, he'll make my – I'm sure when we do deep sleepers, he'll make my deep sleeper list as well because he's just – Let's see, currently he's going at uh, 69th, so he's way, way down the list. I, I think there's some potential there. I think he's going to end up being the number two guy there alongside Mike Evans, and I like the offense once Winston gets back. So I think he could be a good player. So Chris Godwin, my number five. Yeah, Not surprised you do yeah. love him a lot. Do, you, love, you love on Godwin for yards. I, I, I like Chris Godwin. I think he's going to step up. So who do you got number four? Number four, um, I went Will Fuller. So yeah. yeah, he and you know once again, what does breakout really mean? He's yeah, he's definitely can't. He really didn't oh, have any yeah. seasons yet. Yeah, and he hasn't, but he's definitely made a lot of noise. Um, obviously, he was hurt a lot of last year, and he started off so incredibly hot, and then he cooled off as soon as Deshaun Watson obviously got hurt. Will Fuller was hurt a lot of that as well. But the reason I love this guy and. You know, yes, he's kind of a big play threat, and I'm, you know, I'm not so sure about what he's going to do. Is he going to be a possession guy? Can he get those extra catches? That is a big question mark. But I know this: when him and Deshaun Watson played together, in was it eight games, he caught seven touchdowns. Yep. After that, he didn't catch one. Deshaun Watson is back. He throws that deep ball. It's a very exciting offense. I, you know, I once again. Do, do I think that he's going to catch a touchdown a game? No. But do I think that if he's not hurt for six of those games that he's going to get, you know, that he could easily get 800 yards and eight touchdowns? Yeah. And that would be definitely a guy you could, you would want on your team. I mean, seven touchdowns and he only caught 28 balls. Once Does again. Do you still expect him to catch 25% of his passes as touchdowns? No. I mean, it so can't, he it, 80, it can't equate. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. It, he's going to get 20 touchdowns? Yeah, but I think no. that is a guy that, who knows, maybe he does have the ability to go 10 touchdowns. Maybe. But even after la- watching him last year, like I said, eight touchdowns, 800 yards, very, very doable. The guy has speed for days. Really, the only question mark is, will he stay healthy? And will Deshaun Watson stay healthy? They're definitely a huge question mark, but this guy could be an absolute steal if those two things happen. Yeah. If he's, I mean, if he stays healthy, why not? He, most catches was 2016, he had 47. Last year, yeah, he was on a great pace. So if Deshaun Watson's as good as everyone says he's going to be, everything could just work out. Could be definitely a breakout year for Fuller. What is he's going 39th right now. So he's, 
The hype's a little bit there, but that's still not crazy. That's a fourth receiver. It's not bad. All right, my number four, I'm going to be Burton. I'm going to pick a tight end as well, Trey Burton. And this isn't really like a surprise. He's up there, top ten rankings, but he hasn't done done anything. He hasn't done anything. He really hasn't. So this is one I'm not not, not, (laughs) not the only one that's ever mentioned Trey Burton's name, but I, I really see the potential there. I mean, his best season was, what, 2016? He had 37 catches. Last year, he had five touchdowns, though. That was a much better year. Obviously, the Bears saw a lot of potential in him. So they're going to use him, and and Trubisky steps up. I think Trubisky as a second-year guy will be a little better. They have other weapons around that are better. Allen Robinson, you know. Maybe maybe there's something from Kevin White. I don't know. You still can wait for that, right? I'm still holding out this slight hope, mainly because he's probably on my dynasty team. I'm still holding out there's something there. But Trey Burton, I think, is going to be – a fairly good player. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think he's a breakout candidate. He is. He's never been a star guy, and he's ranked in the top 10. He's going to break out. I think that's clear as it can be. I like him as one of those back-end tight end options that you can get if you wait on tight end. That's another one I like is Trey Burton, especially with – I think right now, let's see, he's he's up to ninth now, though. He is starting to yeah, he's he's starting a, to move. He's a tight end number one. He is. It's weird for a guy who hasn't done it, which early on he was getting ranked like 13th, 14th. I thought, okay, this is really going to be a nice one, but – you know, no one's no one is surprised anymore. So, but Trey Burton, my number four. Who do you have number three? All right, number three. I have a lovely man that didn't get to play a whole lot last year. He's for the Chargers, and his name is Mike Williams. And I yep. I thought that maybe he would be one that showed up on Craigslist as well. Yep. I don't know. He's, he's, number three. He's not an okay. He is my so number three. We can talk about him together. Yep. So. <laughs> I mean, he really is just freakishly athletic. He's 6'4", over 200 pounds. The guy looks the part. He is unbelievable talent. And even more so, Hunter Henry goes down. Yep. And they do like to throw. I mean, Phillip Rivers always has a good amount of touchdowns. And, you know, he, he is just a different type of wide receiver than they currently have. I love Keenan Allen. He's a real deal, but he, he really is much more of a possession guy. He will get open, but Mike Williams can go deep. He can go up and get the ball. He is a red zone threat, and we saw that in, in Clemson. So, really, I, I just don't see any way around it. And you're going to use the guy because, as Craig always says, he is a top 10 pick. Seventh pick. Seventh yeah. pick in the 2017 draft. So I really, mean, it's all about health for me. If he's exactly. healthy, I think he's a, I think he's a slam dunk. Why? Why? It's like people have just kind of. He was hurt last year, so he didn't do much. So he's completely written off. Like, okay, a guy who was drafted seventh in the draft, he has one year where he's kind of hurt. Where he starts the year hurt, and it's just oh, eh, he's not gonna. They're never gonna use him, right? Like what? I mean, he's being ranked like that. He's ranked sixty third. He's ranked behind Tyrell Williams. I don't see any reason for that. Honestly, I don't. He's ranked behind Paul Richardson. I don't even like that. He's ranked behind Ted Ginn. He's ranked behind Martavis Bryant. He's ranked behind Muhammad Sanu. T- Tyler Lockett. Why? Why is he ranked behind those guys? No, it shouldn't happen. He's only one spot ahead of D.D. Westbrook. Well, I do like D.D. Westbrook. I have, but not any, not in the offense he's on this year. God, my boy, is way too low. It doesn't make sense to me. And, and it's crazy in that offense as well. If you just look at the other two guys that he's pretty much going to have to beat out, right? Keenan Allen, he's his own thing. Great. But you're talking about he's going against Benjamin and he's going against Tyrell, Tyrell Williams. Uh, last year, Benjamin, on 34 yeah. catches, he had 567 yards with four touchdowns. Tyrell Williams had a few more catches, a few more yards, and four touchdowns as well. Mm-hmm. Mike Williams can easily surpass these guys. He's much more talented. He's a big guy. And if those guys are catching four touchdowns, I don't see 
any reason, any reason whatsoever, that this guy can be an 808 yeah. in his first full season. I definitely see it happening this year. I think it's going to be a breakout, and I'm, I'm a big Mike Williams guy, so that's I love it. I think he's going to be great, and I think I'm going to have him on most of my teams. So unless you try to steal, oh, God, are we going to have a little bit of slight battle? And he's going to get to be, like, way too much in our auction. <laughs> well, way too much we'll see like how much, how much, yeah, how much money we uh, end up with both at the end. I've already been <laughs> plotting out my thing, and I don't have much money to spend. So. <laughs> I'm already going to get one of them. I'm going to get either Barkley or Le'Veon Bell for like eighty. So, man, those guys. Not to go off on a tangent on our draft, but those guys are going to go for so much because of our keepers. And I will end up with one of them. Running back or Fournette. Just, one I, I believe you. Every time you say it, I, I guarantee I, it'll happen. I bet you would spend That's half your cash. You have to get a top guy. So, all right, who's your number two? Number two, I actually have to look at my – oh, number two, you're going to love this as well. I bet he's going to be on your uh, your list. Maybe. And it's Corey Davis. Corey it Davis is, is my number two. I was going to say, it is, your, it is your baby. It's my number two as well. Uh, once again, Corey Davis is just in a wonderful wide receiver. I thought he was even better than Mike Williams. I thought yep. he was a more polished wide receiver coming into the NFL. Yep. Unfortunately, he does have Mariota throwing to, through to him compared to Rivers, but there is no one else on that team. He could step in and be the number one without a doubt immediately, and they absolutely love him. Yep. Unfortunately, they do say a lot of great things about him. So, once again, his stock should raise, uh, but I don't see it happening right now. I, I, I think he's, he's still in a spot third, where he is still a, now, yeah. he's still kind of a good value. I, I love the pick. I Again, this is I just feel like players drafted that early are drafted that early for a reason. They have, I mean, the fifth pick, he's the fifth pick in the draft. Like he has phenomenal talent. They're just all hurt last year. Yes. It doesn't always work out. That's and we know that. I mean, Kevin White, like I brought up, it didn't work out for Kevin White, but again, injuries. Yes. It does, it, it hampered again, him forever. White. You don't know what he could have been. Yeah. To compare them is kind of hard because White really did. He was a really good athlete, but he had one good year. He wasn't as Corey Davis, as Corey was, Davis was. Oh college. man. Yeah. He, he was. And I know he went to Western. So people start wondering about that, but 6-3, the guy is just yep. an unbelievably polished wide receiver coming out of, he's, coming out of I college. I think he's going to be great. And he's as high as 20th on Fantasy Pros right now, but there's people that still have him as low as 61st. And, and look at the two guys he has to beat out, if if you even call it that. I think he has wide receiver one wrapped yeah. up. But Richard Matthews and Taewon Taylor. Richard, Richard Matthews is a solid two. You know, he's just not, right. he's not, yeah, no, he's good to have on your team, but Corey he, Davis is going to be great. He's not a number one. And I, yeah, Corey Davis is going to be great. That's all there is to it. He's going to be great. Yeah. Mike Williams, Corey Davis are two and three. It's just the way it's going to be. And number look, one. Who's number one? I was going to say, I also love his first right. game before he got hurt oh, yeah. last year. He went six receptions for yeah. 69 yards and then pretty much immediately got hurt in yeah, game he's, two. He's going to be good. There's he no looked doubt, awesome. No doubt about it. So number one. Who anyway, my number one, it is not going to be on your list. Okay. But I love my boy, Chris Hogan. Okay. And I put him number one basically because as soon as <laughs> as soon as that uh, roster got jumbled up as much as it did, and he was already going to be guaranteed the number two wide receiver, you have Tom Brady throwing to you, and now it looks like Edelman is going to be, what, four-game suspension? So he is going to be the number one guy there for a little bit. And you think it's going to be Jordan Matthews? <laughs> I don't. I don't. And obviously, he looked when he was healthy. Once again, a lot of injuries in these. But when he was healthy, he looked really good. You saw that even in the Super Bowl game. I, I mean, I, I think that uh, it, it's just lining up for him. He's not insanely young. He's not insanely uh, athletic. But he's a very good wide receiver. And you have a very good quarterback throwing to you. And they will continue to throw the ball. 
So, yes, I love Chris Hogan. I think he is the absolute biggest deal in the draft currently. If you look at his best season, it's, what, 38 catches for 680 in four touchdowns? Yeah. I mean, really. He hasn't broken out yet. His best catch season was 41, but he only had 426 yards out of it. His best receiving yardage was 680, and his most touchdowns was five. So, yeah. Yeah. He really hasn't done anything yet. If he goes – shoot, if he even goes 70 and – 70 and 1,000. Yeah, I mean, it's, so he could, especially he could, he could on, pull that off. It's possible. Yeah, and in that offense, absolutely. A thousand yards would not be astonishing at all. I, I, there, Brown, he's Brown definitely going to. Yeah, oh, just, yeah, exactly. Brandon Cooks left. Edelman is going to be gone for four games. Like, and and the, the run game is a little bit different, too. We don't know what Sonny Michelle is going to do. Obviously, we like him, but at the same time, who knows? And he is going to get a ton of targets. It's just the way that. Patriots offense works. You plug in the new guy and you do the same same darn thing. So I, I really love Chris Hogan. I, I can't bash it over the head enough. Maybe I'll be wrong, but I think this guy is such a steal. And I think he's going to have a breakout yeah, here. I, I think it's I'm not as high on him as you are. Mm-hmm. But people are coming around on him a little bit. Yeah. I've noticed this. I've heard a little bit more Chris Hogan talk, especially I guess with the Edelman suspension kind of forced him into it. But he's up to 32nd in the ranks now. Wow, he jumped up a lot. Yes, because when we first were talking about this, like, he was deep, like 40s, 50s. Yeah, almost. Like, really fair, deep. Probably like 50. So people have definitely turned the corner on Chris Hogan. But they should. And, yep. and the funny part about that is a lot of these guys, uh, I would say, oh, this is going to be their breakout year and they'll continue. I think Chris Hogan will be really good this year, and, and then I'll have to re-examine. <laughs> like, he could disappear completely because you just don't know what the Patriots are going to do, who they'll pick up. Yep. Yeah. I can and see and once again, Malcolm Mitchell, I, I don't know where the guy – is yeah. right now. I don't know where any of those wide receivers. I haven't heard anything good about him, and it just leads me to believe Chris Hogan is going to be that the 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 guy. Yeah, I mean, it's a, I, I don't know if I'm going to pick him as high as he is, but we'll see. All right, before we get to my number one, I did just pick Jordan Howard. I got Jordan Howard in the Scott Fishbowl. Oh, nice. So it did work out. I thought he could last to me. I almost thought of, I would have almost picked him around before. So I waited 17 picks and still was able to pull it off. So not bad. I'm excited about that. Right before that pick, it was Mike Evans, who was probably the most talented left. After you picked out Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers went the very next pick. Ooh, well, I'm glad I grabbed Roethlisberger. Surprise, actually, in a way that those two went before Garoppolo. Not those two, but you picked one of them, but Rivers went before Garoppolo. Yeah. Well, you know I wasn't going to pick Garoppolo, but... So, should Garoppolo be my number one breakout player? No. (laughs) No, he's not. It's Joe Mixon, because I love Joe Mixon. And, like... We were talking before the show, and Jeff looked at some stats and realized, eh, it's good. He wasn't very good, actually, was he? He wasn't very good. Well, I mean, I, I still like the guy, but I, I'm more worried about, I, have they done enough to improve that offense? Because that offense just yeah, sucks last really, year. really, I guess, they still got Andy Dolan. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he'll get he'll get more work, definitely. Um, I, I just love Joe Mixon. Yeah. I think it's more of the, I guess, I just am blinded by the fact, it's more of the tape. This isn't a stat-based thing at all. I I see some people that there's the weird fantasy arguments that some are just all stat based completely. Others are don't worry about the stats. It's all tape. I don't know. It's like a mix for me. Usually it's more stats, but there's gut feelings. And then there's just, I see Joe Mixon and he reminds me of Le'Veon Bell for some reason, the way he's patient. And I just feel like that's going to translate at some point. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell had a poor first season. It was very similar to what Joe Mixon did. And he wasn't on a very good team. They didn't really give him the full work yet as a rookie. I just think he's good. I think from what I've, you know, everything you see from him, he looks good. He looks the part. I think it's going to translate. Could be wrong. And that's why, even though I really like Joe Mixon and I really think he's, I really believe in his breakout, I never pick him in where he's going in drafts. I will right here in the Scott Fishbowl. 
I got six picks before I pick again. Mix test, I will pick, but that's in the fourth. But in regular drafts, he's going much earlier than that. And I, I worry about that a little bit because I don't like to necessarily buy into the breakout. Like I don't like to pay for the breakout. I want to get a guy that's going to break out and then getting them at, at a value. With Joe Mixon, you kind of have to pay for it. Yeah, and that's kind of why it worries I mean, me in a way. I still think yeah. I believe in it, but I have to pay for it, which is like I'd never like to do that because, yeah, I could be wrong. Very well could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I do. I, I really like his talent. But once again, I, I almost reckon him to Rashad Penny where I'm like, I like the player, but I think the situation he's in, he's he has an uphill climb. And you, you saw it last year, 3.5 yeah. yards of carry for Mixon because they couldn't open a hole for the guy. He had four touchdowns. He got 178 rushes. I think he'll even get more. But Gio's not going away either. I get that. No, he, definitely he's, not. He's gonna be. A, he's gonna be a piece there. He's gonna. He got 100 carries last year. I don't see that changing. No, but at least Jeremy Hill's gone. It, no. it feels like they're I, they're trying to move the offense in the right direction. Yeah, John Ross will it. be there, so I, I think maybe they will be able to open up a few more holes. I, I know they said they addressed the line, but how many times have we heard that for other yeah. situations? So it kind of scares me off. But I do too. I like Mixon. I, but I, I believe in it, but. You have to pay for him because yeah, I don't know if I'll pay for it. Running so. backs are hard to come by, so yeah. All right, let's get to it for our breakout players. It's uh, similar, a couple guys that Lat made the same list, but both Corey Davis and Mike Williams, two and three. We like those second. And actually, I have three second year receivers, counting Chris Godwin. I just kind of like the the receivers like that. Um, you have three, you have four receivers. You just don't believe in the running back this year. There's not a lot of running back options that you would think. I mean, it's Joe Mixon, or it could be like for me. Maybe a Marlon Mack, but I'm not right. sold on it because I don't know if there's the Colts are sold on him. Yeah, and there's there's Hines and there's Jordan Wilkins and it's just and I, I still like Derrick Henry, but I mean it's kind of you know, it's a, too much to worry about right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, once again, how much is he going to break I, up? I thought about Sammy Watkins actually. I really did. I thought <laughs> that, about it because be... tru- truly he's not he hasn't really truly broke out yet. So he hasn't. I feel like I thought about him, but I decided against it. Yeah, there's a lot of players out there. That'll do it for the breakout players. We'll be back later this week. One more episode. Got the players we love list. I don't know. There might be a couple repeats, but we'll have some different guys. That's just going to be players that we love. And no particular reason. Doesn't have to be value. Doesn't have to be anything. Just players that, for some reason, we're gravitating towards. So we'll go over that list on the next episode. We'll talk to you guys then.